All right, all right. Week one is in the books. Um, unfortunately, it was a very bad week for my personal fantasy squad and for my fantasy picks as far as the rest of the league goes. Uh, yeah, let's get right into it. I don't want to take up too much of your time. This is the official Getting Blitzed Week 1 Recap. Let's get right into this. Our first matchup is Big Black Ditka versus Harry Twatter. Uh, I did pick Harry Twatter to win this one, and he did end up winning by a final score of 141.7 to 93.3. In my predictions, I called it a matchup of heavyweight quarterbacks or something along those lines, and it certainly was, but I also mentioned Drew Brees had the better matchup. He winds up with a little, little under nine more fantasy points than Aaron Rodgers. Um, I thought Todd Gurley would lead the way in this running back matchup for Big Black Ditka, but uh, Big Black Ditka got 14.6 out of Todd Gurley, while Harry Twatter got 27.5 from Le'Veon Bell. Welcome back to the NFL. His receiving skills still fully on display. expect that to continue. Um, Odell did not shine in this one, unfortunately. Mari Cooper did, however, with uh, Zeke on a snap count. He had six catches, 106 yards, a big touchdown, while Harry Twatter entrusted Lockett and Will Fuller. Uh, two big play guys, and they made a couple of plays. Lockett caught a 44-yard touchdown. Fuller had that amazing 50-yard reception. However, neither were able to eclipse uh, the high mark was 12.4 for Tyler Lockett. So a little underwhelming. Uh, the tight end's also underwhelming. Jared Cook thought to come in and have a pretty big role for the Saints. And uh, Harry Twatter banked on Zach Ertz, who came off a record-setting season to only put up five catches, 54 yards, and 10 points. But the Eagles offense looked pretty stellar out there. I expect big things from him. Uh, Deion Lewis didn't have a great day. Tennessee pummeled uh, Cleveland. He still only put up five fantasy points. Austin Eckler split carries like I had said, but he was much more efficient with his time. He also caught six passes. He wound up with three touchdowns, uh, 45 big fantasy points for Austin Eckler, and a big wake-up call to Melvin Gordon sitting at home holding out. Uh, Another thing I highlighted in my prediction was that the Jags had a tough matchup on defense for Big Black Ditka. They ended up giving up 40 points to the Chiefs. Um, They had a horrible game, minus six in fantasy. So that really, really hurt. Uh, In the end, the high score in this game by a mile was Austin Eckler. Um, Not even close to 45 points. Then on the bench, see how many mistakes were made. Uh, Big Black Dicka left 42 points from Deshaun Jackson on the bench. And 25 points from Danny Amendola. Those are some big names going forward. Uh, Harry Twatter nailed it. Didn't make a single mistake in his lineup. Uh, Way to go him. So, yeah, Harry Twatter wins 141.7 to 93.3. And this is the only prediction I got right. Diving right into the second matchup. We had No Luck But Bad Luck versus the Shildozer. Uh, originally, I did predict the Shildozer to win this matchup. To be fair, this was before Antonio Brown was not playing this week, but I'm not going to go back on my word here. Uh, I picked the Shildozer to win. 
Uh, however, the final score ended up being no luck but bad luck, winning 178.3 to 171.4. Very, very close matchup. Um, the quarterbacks really surprised me. I thought Baker Mayfield was going to blow Mitchell Trubisky out of the water, but he threw three interceptions in a horrible loss to the Titans. I mean, they got pummeled. They shouldn't have lost that game at all, but Baker really let the ball drop on that one. Uh, to the running backs, I thought Saquon would be the only relevant name here and dominate this whole cl- uh, crop by a mile for the Shieldozer. Turns out uh, his his fantasy mate, Marlon Mack, took off. I mean, 34.7 fantasy points, gets the rushing touchdown of over 50 yards. I mean, very, very impressive outing for Marlon Mack. We'll see if he can keep it up. Uh, while James White under underwhelmed me for no luck, with only 14 points and a blowout victory. And David Johnson, uh, he lined up at wide receiver. I saw like 20% of his snaps or something crazy. So he's he's out there to ball this year. Uh, he's not playing around. Juju Smith-Schuster, another kind of let down, 13.8. Julian Edelman as well, 16.7. No luck, didn't have very much luck there. While Shieldozer again reaped the rewards of the Colts surprise, T.Y. Hilton puts up two touchdowns on eight catches, 28.7 points. He's very inconsistent. We'll see if he keeps that up. Uh, the real win for No Luck was in the tight end department. Travis Kelsey only had three grabs, did put up 88 yards. Tyreek Hill going down, he might get a bigger role going forward. But Evan Ingram caught 11 passes, got a touchdown, 29 fantasy points. Huge day for him. Derrick Henry caught a 75-yard touchdown and no lux flex. Might have changed your name there, pal. You're getting, you're killing it. Two touchdowns, 36.7 points. Both defenses score in the double digits. And both kickers eclipse 15. This is a very high-scoring game. Uh, no mistakes on the bench for either team. They both played their best foot forward, and they came out swinging. Uh, again, no luck, but bad luck wins this one by just under seven points. Hey, Shieldozer, that internet connection working yet? Did you get a did you get an update on the page? How'd you do? <laughs> I got this one wrong though, so I shouldn't have rolled with you, man. I should know better than that. Moving right along to our third matchup this week, the one I got the most wrong. Oh, so uh, this one was Kiefer versus Los Gauchos. Uh, I predicted Los Gauchos to win this one. Whoo, doggy. Um, I was wrong. So Kiefer ends up winning this one 173.5 to 97.6. That's an ass whooping. Um, I barely even talked about Dak Prescott, and I raved about Jameis Winston, Dak Prescott, Outslung him by 28 fantasy points. Yikes. Dak torched my Giants without Zeke getting a full workload. Uh, Kiefer also got 79 points out of his two running backs. Christian McCaffrey with 47.7. Dalvin Cook with 31.3. I mean, out of this world. Gauchos even has Alvin Kamara and Leonard Fournette combining for over 40 fantasy points. And it's just never going to be enough. Uh, Dalvin Cook stays healthy, and if McCaffrey continues to dominate, Kiefer's going to have a fun season. Uh, no wide receivers stand out here, but both Thielen and Galladay put up a touchdown, so they end up with 13 and 14 points apiece, respectively, for Kiefer's team. 
Uh, Los Gauchos, Tyreek Hill got banged up early, only put up four points before the exit. Brandon Cooks, just tough time in a fully loaded offense. Jared Goff, Jared Goff did not look great. Only 5.9 fantasy points for Brandon Cooks. Uh, the lone Minnesota flub for Kiefer was Kyle Rudolph. Didn't catch a pass. Uh, I did not watch the Vikings game. I don't know if he saw any passes. I, I'm not sure. I don't think he was targeted at all in that game. Like I said, they drafted Irv Smith, so I would not be surprised if they were transitioning fast. O.J. Howard, just part of that whole letdown in Tampa Bay, only 5.2 points. Um, Mark Ingram, <laughs> I did say Ravens were going to pass the ball a lot, and they did. They proved me right, but Mark Ingram still found 100 yards on the ground and still found the end zone twice. 26 points, and David Montgomery, I called a Kareem Hunt night for him. Didn't do jack shit. Looked pretty useless on Thursday night. <sighs> Should have probably known better, but I got real hyped up for the kid. I liked him. Um, Denver defense loses a point for Kiefer. It's about his only, only downside here. On the bench, uh, Kiefer left some points on the bench and Michael Gallup and Larry Fitzgerald, but you're not going to start them over Thielen and Galladay in the first week, maybe going forward. Uh, Los Gauchos could have made a much better play with Matt Ryan at quarterback. He also uh, left Alshon Jeffries 20 points on the bench. So a uh, little improvement from both teams. Definitely wouldn't have changed the matchup. Uh, Dak Prescott and the running backs murdered the way for Kiefer Krause. Not even close. Uh, high score here, Christian McCaffrey with that 47.7 I mentioned. Whew, better luck next week, Los Gauchos. Better luck next week. So, for our fourth matchup, we have Double Alpha versus Getting Lucky. Uh, another wrong prediction for your commissioner. I uh, called Getting Lucky to win this one. Uh... But the final score wound up double alpha 153.7 to 127.6. Um, great quarterback battle. I told you all Lamar Jackson and the Ravens wanted to pass the ball more. He's a Heisman Trophy winner, and it wasn't because of his legs. Uh, he proved it. Then he went out on the podium and said, not bad for a running back. That was dope. Uh, Deshaun Watson also killed it, led the Texans to what should have been a win. But the defense collapsed. Um, 40 points for Lamar Jackson, very impressive. Running backs overall, very unimpressive in this game. James Conner started off his year two start with 13 points in fantasy and a blowout loss to the Patriots. Uh, still fuck Joe Mixon. He got hurt 5.2 points before he did, so only 18 total fantasy points out of double alpha's backfield. Getting lucky, not much better. 12 points from Carrion Johnson in what should have been a nice debut. Aaron Jones, eight points on a shit Thursday night game. Looks to bounce back, but who knows? That offense always will run through Aaron Rodgers. So totally underwhelming running back performances here. Then uh, the comeback that almost was getting lucky. He's got DeAndre Hopkins, eight balls caught, 111 yards, two touchdowns, 31 fantasy points. A uh, couple of drops, but still had an amazing day. By far the best wide receiver in this matchup. Um, Double Alpha did have a nice tandem of Robert Woods and Tyler Boyd, whose floors are going to be nice for a little while. 17 points and 14 points, respectively. Uh, Julio caught a touchdown for getting lucky, but that uh, didn't pan out so hot. 15 total fantasy points. 
tight end battle. Austin Hooper, man, he looked really good. He led the team in targets. I wouldn't expect that to continue, but he caught nine balls, 77 yards. Uh, 16 fantasy points is always nice. But the real deciding factor here was the flex for double alpha. He has Chris Carson in there who has 28 fantasy points, which is nice looking. But when you really break it down, I mean, 46 rushing yards, he did fumble the ball. But six catches and a touchdown reception, two total touchdowns. You love to see it for him. 27.9 fantasy points. Uh, the defense, getting Lucky's ride in Houston. I think that was just getting a little too thawed at the draft, but they lose three points for him because New Orleans is amazing, while Seattle uh, took took three fumbles back for 11 points. And Will Lutz, I can't, I haven't mentioned a kicker yet today, but Double Alpha's kicker puts up 15 points, including a 58-yard game winner. Pretty impressive. Uh, points left on the bench. Uh, the tight end position, Double Alpha could have had Mark Andrews, which looks like Lamar Jackson's number one dude. That could be a nice little tandem for him. Uh, Josh Gordon looked good, but not enough volume. NAB's coming back, so then for getting lucky, uh, 51 points from Sammy Watkins. Uh, you slide him in the flex, I guess. Let Sammy Watkins, the number one in KC, Julio, and DeAndre Hopkins just ball out. Um, but yeah, Double Alpha wins this one, and uh, one more wrong prediction for myself. And last but not least, we have my personal matchup, Ezekiel, 25-17 versus Ain't That a Breed of Bitch. Uh, unfortunately, I called myself to win this one, but every year, every team runs into at least one freight train. I hit mine in week one. Uh, the final score in this one was Ain't That a Breed of Bitch, 167.2 to 143.9. Uh, who I told you I was an MVP matchup at quarterback, and I was not lying. 34 points apiece from my Carson Wentz, and ain't that a breed of bitch, Pat Mahomes, who threw 300 yards before the half. If that was a remotely close game, he could have put up 50 fantasy points. Uh, great quarterback matchup. Then the running backs. Uh, pretty upsetting day. Zeke showed what his floor is going to be until he is uh, fully back in his snap count. He puts up 16.6 points with a touchdown. Nick Chubb, uh, you can't really blame him. The Browns struggled. They didn't give him the ball early. They didn't let him get in the rhythm. He only got 15.8 points. Uh, Darius Geis was handed the keys to the backfield. AP wasn't even active, and he hurt his knee again. He only puts up nine points. Then my boy Josh Jacobs shined last night in Monday Night Football. Um, he got 28 carries. He caught a pass, over 100 total yards, ran two touchdowns in on the ground, put up 30 points for me. I was big, real big. Uh, so my running backs led the way for me here, but it was pretty disappointing after that. Uh, I guess not Michael Thomas. He had a nice night last night too, 10 catches, 123 yards. It's just what he's going to do every week. Uh, Drew Brees loves him. Then Mike Evans, man, uh, he was sick all week, I keep hearing, but uh, Jameis Winston looked real shitty on Sunday. So we'll see what this pans out like. He only gets two catches, puts up just under five fantasy points. Not something to write home about. Then uh, ain't that a breed of bitch. Devontae Adams, again, that Thursday night was just a shit show all around. I wouldn't put too much into that. Only four catches. Then Keenan Allen showed out. Um, you know, the Chargers, they lost – or excuse me, they won in overtime against Indy. And I don't know if it was just Indy was a surprise or what, but uh, Chargers looked just fine on offense without Melvin Gordon. Keenan Allen catches eight balls, including a touchdown, 26.8 points. 
uh, tight end battle, I called it the only clear advantage in the matchup. Uh, George Kittle did what he does, eight catches, 10 or 11 targets. He's the main weapon in San Fran. Only 50 yards, had two touchdowns called back on a penalty, though. Ends the day with 13 points. And then Delaney Walker, here's part of that freight train I was talking about earlier. Uh, 55 yards, two of them are touchdowns. Delaney puts up a very unusual 22-point week. The Titans shined out of nowhere. If they keep it up, I'll be surprised. I'll say that. Uh, in the flex, Sony Michelle, very, very interesting. Only five points out of a New England running back, but their offense still put up 33. You just never know with them. Another part of the freight training, that a breed of bitch, man. San Francisco defense, two defensive touchdowns, three interceptions. They returned, They picked up a fumble. They put up 30 points, and just to add insult to injury, uh, ain't that a breed of bitch kicker, Steven Goskowski puts up 16 on my head. Uh, I could have smartened up, gained 15 points out of my defense if I had played Minnesota, but it wouldn't have made a difference. And uh, ain't that a breed of bitch, man. He, he called it good. Tom Brady balled out for him on the bench, but Pat Mahomes did better. Better luck next week to me. Uh, winner in that one ain't that a breed of bitch by over 20 points. All right, boys, that's week one. It's officially in the books. Please go set your lineup so I can start recording tomorrow for Thursday's preview for week two. Uh, again, just to recap, I only got one right this week. I picked Harry Twatter to beat Big Black Dicka. He did the damn thing. Uh, I chose the Shield Dozer. He took an L to No Luck but Bad Luck. I chose Los Gauchos. He took an L to Kiefer. I chose Getting Lucky. He took an L to Double Alpha. And I picked myself foolishly. Ain't that a breed of bitch? Beat my ass. I look forward to talking to y'all next week. Please, if anybody wants to come on, talk a little shit, talk a little trades, whatever you want to do, just text me. I know you got my number. I will catch y'all in a couple days. Thank you.